Welcome to the University of Minnesota's Strategic Farming Field Notes Program. I'm Anthony Hansen, Regional Extension Educator in Integrated Pest Management. Support for this program is also provided by the Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council, as well as the Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council. Unfortunately, the recording for July 13th, 2022 isn't available due to some technical issues that we had. So here's just a quick summary of what was covered at the webinar for that day, and we will have online postings on some of the text and what we covered. To start off, we had Dr. Jeff Coulter on to talk about what's going on with corn pollination, a bit of a current status update, and then also what might be happening in the coming weeks especially. June had overall been a pretty dry month and fairly warm too, to the point that we are actually coming ahead of average on growing degree days for corn so far. So some fields that were planted on time, we're seeing pollination occurring already or just starting to in about the next week or so. But because of variability we had in planting date, there are definitely some fields that are going to be further behind than others. But overall, with the temperatures we're expected to see coming up, pollination should be rolling along pretty well without any significant issues with too much heat occurring, since we're going to be in about the lower 90s or so. We are, however, starting to see some drought conditions start to emerge in some areas of the state, and this could delay or affect pollination in terms of final yield that we will see on the crop. So it very much depends on what part of the state people are in and what their fields are looking like for drought conditions. We also had Seth Dibley with the Environmental Protection Agency on to talk about atrazine. This is a broad-spectrum herbicide that has been getting a look again in terms of water quality issues and potentially being able to mitigate those. So currently the EPA is proposing some restrictions to the use of atrazine, mostly to prevent runoff. So there is a 60-day comment period open to the public that closes on September 6th of 2022. So he suggested that if atrazine restrictions are going to affect anyone, that they should check out the public comment period and submit their comments so they can work them into any recommendations that are coming out. And just as a quick final note, we are starting to see some insect issues either continue across the state or starting to see some just emerging a little bit. So first off, the big question that comes up quite a bit around this time of year is soybean aphid. And we are seeing some across the state infested in soybeans, but generally not at high numbers. There are, however, a few pockets of the state where populations are increasing. Now it's gonna be pretty early to be treating for soybean aphid, but keep an eye on those populations as they start to grow more in later July. Alfalfa weevil has also been a concern for some growers across the state, especially around central Minnesota. Now, some growers have seen damage, especially in their first and sometimes second cuttings from alfalfa weevil. But if you are considering an application now, be sure to actually go out and check the field that the alfalfa weevil is still present. Larvae can cause damage in the field, but adults are going to be dormant this time of year, and they're not feeding or causing significant damage either. Now, normally this time of year, you're only going to find adults, so you're usually not going to be concerned about alfalfa weevil or treating for it any further. However, there have been some reports and parts of the state that growers are finding very early instar larvae or very young ones that have been laid recently. Now, that's not typical for what we see with that pest, but there may be some issues with either new strains coming in or some other environmental conditions that have delayed emergence of this one. So just be sure to go out there and scout if you do find larvae. Check that they're actually at threshold levels because you don't want to be spraying when that species is on its way out for the season instead and you're not getting a return on investment of the insecticide. 
And also just a general reminder that chlorpyrifos, we've had questions about that as well. It is not allowed for any agricultural use, even if you did have it on hand from a previous year. This has definitely come up a few times in questions that I've gotten. So whether it's alfalfa weevil or upcoming applications potentially for soybean aphid, be sure that you're following current pesticide regulations. Avoid ones that are no longer allowed, such as chlorpyrifos, but then also double check in the label that it's actually approved for application on that crop. Because of field school on the St. Paul campus next week, our next episode of Field Notes will be on the 27th of July. So stay tuned for that episode, and we'll see you in about two weeks.